It is BS. Oh, you know what? I screwed up. Hold on a minute. I got to stop that. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together, we get together and make BS. Right, Shelly? That's true. Right, Shelly? Okay. Yeah, pretty much everything that comes out of her mouth is a big fat lie. Winter storm warning in effect until midnight tonight. Hopefully, we'll get past that. I don't see anything on the radar. Um, Jennifer Vochinsky says we still may have some some kind of junk falling from the sky later today. But I think the majority of what we've had is to the east of us and to the south of us. So we shouldn't have any more problems with that. So we'll keep you updated on that. Lots of school closings going on. Um, You know, I think that probably most of the schools in the St. Louis area are pretty much shut down. Don't take my word for it. Check your iPhone. Check your Android phone. Check your computer. uh, Check the apps on your phone for all the various school districts and see what's going on with that. Uh, Speaking of schools, before I get into some heavy stuff... Uh, big news yesterday out of St. Charles. You know about this? No. Lindenwood has decided to move their athletics to Division One, NCAA Division One. And I know that to some people go like, oh, whoop-de-doo. That, unfortunately, is a measure of when people decide they want to go to college. If they're Division Two, people go, oh, it's Division Two, meaning it's not necessarily super competitive school. Once you get into Division One, Mizzou, all the big schools are in Division One NCAA, and they decided to move their program into Division One. They're going to be part of the Ohio Valley Conference, which means they're no longer looked at like uh, just you know essentially they're looked at the same athletic strength as Mizzou or or you know whatever those schools are. Obviously, they're not going to have the football and the base uh, the best uh, the basketball program that Mizzou has, although. <laughs> The basketball program for the Mizzou has not been very good this year, but that's a whole other story. So uh, that's, you know, and once again, it's sort of sad that we measure a university by the team. You know what I'm saying? By the sports teams. Now, one of the crazy things about this is, you know, uh, uh, Lindenwood has the most number of sports practically any college in the country. Did you know this? I didn't, but I know their soccer team is amazing because um, my mom's next door neighbor has two well all their kids were athletic all the they all were even the parents but they they are in the hall of fame uh for soccer female women's soccer for lindenwood female soccer women's soccer yes well they have all sorts of different i mean for a while you know they were i mean like here's a sport that i don't even know exists on the college level women's roller hockey you know, they were, like, highly ranked. And matter of fact, the Lindenwood team is, uh, for the shooting sports team, the clay sports, you know, the trap and skeet, they're, yeah. like, they've been, like, the champions for, like, years. I mean, I think they still are. They have, like, the best team in the country. Now, people are going, like, you know, it's shooting sports. Yeah, well, you know what? Once again, it's a sport. You know, I know there's these people who talk about, well, if it's not football, not baseball, it's not a sport, or junk sports. They talk about junk sports, okay? I, you know, it always bothers me. It always bothered me. You know, like when we started doing the Rascals baseball games, people go, oh, you're playing at minor league football, baseball stuff. That's junk sports. You know what? There are guys that came out of the Rascals team. One of the guys of the Rascals team went to the Cardinals and was in the World Series at one year. can't remember his name. Wow. Yeah. Well, but once again, it's, it's, it's the snobbery. It's the snobbery. And once again, I would rather go to a Rascals game. They're not there anymore. They're gone. Now they have the Hooters there. The Hooters. The Hooters. Are the Hooters still around, or are they gone too? No, it's called the Hoots. The Hooters. Anyway, I would rather go to a Rascals game than a Cardinals game any any day. First off, you're not going to get your car broken into. That's one plus. Second off, you're not going to pay $42 for a hot dog. Third off, 
you're not going to, you know, sit 42,000 feet away from the field of play. You're going to be, you know, and any seat in the place, you're going to be within, I don't know, probably a couple hundred feet at the most from the baseline. Yep. You know, and, and if you've got tickets right behind the home plate, you could be within, you know, 20 feet of the home plate, that kind of stuff. Yes. Nice, small park, easy parking, you know, that kind of stuff. They didn't charge you for parking, that kind of stuff. You know, life's good. But anyway. It is. Anyway. It's uh, a hoot. The serious thing. No, it's the Hooters. The uh, Hooters. Serious thing. Okay. Headline. Dozens reported dead after Russia declares war on Lucane, uh, Ukraine launches full-scale attack. I saw that. How sad is this? It's tragic. How sad is this? And and the, the thing they show is one, I'm seeing a couple of different sites. I've looked at this. They show that the Russians knocked out the air defense system for the entire country of Ukraine. They went and they bombed all these radar sites. So all the air defense systems for Ukraine destroyed. And... What's interesting about this is there's a couple facts that people don't realize about Ukraine. Sometimes we think of some of these, especially some of these Eastern European countries as being very, very backward. And you don't know this. I'm going to tell you something. When we put this station on the air, I had to buy a very, very specialized piece of electronic equipment called a TDR, a time domain reflectometer, reflectometer, which essentially allowed me to tune the antenna because I had the Nigerian antenna. Remember this story? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that before. I had somebody call me up one day and goes, yeah, you're lying about having a Nigerian antenna. No. No, he's really not. Shelly, the antenna we bought, a bunch of equipment we bought, was manufactured by a company. Actually, it wasn't. Most of it was, was manufactured, but this particular antenna was not. This particular antenna was bought by a company in Quincy, Illinois. They had a contract to put a radio station on in Nigeria. Am I kidding about this? No. And they sent, the government of Nigeria sent this company, I won't embarrass the company, a purchase order and said, we need everything for this radio station. Here's a list of what we need. They signed a contract with this company in Quincy, Illinois. Quincy, The Quincy, Illinois company manufactured the transmitter, bought all this equipment, and then the Nigerian government says, hey, we changed our mind. We don't want this stuff anymore. So this company in, in Quincy, Illinois was stuck with all this equipment. And the antenna was manufactured for a Nigerian frequency. It actually was manufactured for 88.0. We don't have point zeros in the United States. There's all, they're all odd numbers, point one, three, five, seven, nine. Okay? Like we're 101.107.1. You know, there's all the different 97, 93.7, that kind of stuff. Okay, so. 104.5. 104.5. All, all odd numbers. Okay? So mm-hmm. we bought the antenna from this company. And I had to retune it, and I bought this TDR, this time, time domain rec- reflectometer, which was built in Ukraine. And Ukraine has a lot of high-tech manufacturing. And also, a lot of people don't realize, Ukraine is one of the farm belt countries for Europe. They have Ukraine physically is a very, very large country. It's like the second or third largest country in Europe uh, as far as land mass is concerned. And they have tremendous amount of farming and they, they export a lot of the farm products, you know, all the different grains and, and things like that, uh, other fruits and vegetables into other parts of Europe because a lot of parts of Europe don't have good farming ground because of the fact that there are lots of places in Europe where it's like very mountainous and you can't grow too many vegetables on the sides of mountains. So, and, and part of the reason is, the reason is because of, to the south, Russia is landlocked, and they already took over the Crimea Peninsula, which is part of Ukraine, it used to be, but that's down south. If I'm not mistaken, my geography, I believe in the Black Sea. And um, 
it's just sad. And you see these pictures. There's pictures. Of, I don't care what news site you're on. Go look at some of these news sites. You see some mm-hmm. of these apartment buildings that are on fire, been you know been shelled. You see there's a woman. The one news site I went on. Woman's got her head bandaged. She got hit by shrapnel, by you know by a by a artillery shell. There's another guy laying next to his car, still alive, but his car got hit by an artillery shell. I'm going like God. Why? You know what's once again? What did these people do? They did nothing. No. Nope. You know. I mean. Why is, is, what is wrong with man's inhumanity to man? I will never understand that. We I, will see the best of humanity and the worst of humanity. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, I don't understand why. And once again, it's, it's you know, the, all this stuff that our government's like, well, we're going to have a conference with them. And, you know, the guy from France, Macron, oh, I'm going to have a conference with, with Putin and we're going to work. No, the guy's just a crazy nut. You know, he's just an egomaniac. If you know the story behind Putin, he used to be in the KGB during the USSR days, during the Soviet Union. And Back his, in the USSR. And his goal in life is to, is to recreate the USSR, the Soviet Union. And what's he going to do? Now it's Ukraine. Maybe next it's Poland. Who knows? All the, what they call the Soviet satellite countries, all the countries, all the Eastern European countries that butted up against uh, Russia. Sad, 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 sad. Okay. So, so do we have to get involved? Well, so Are far. Are they NATO? Well, once again, see, this was the whole thing. The whole thing was now Putin saying, well, the Ukraine say they were going to, Ukraine was going to join NATO. That's why we're attacking them. Because the, 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 the base of, of NATO is if one country is attacked, all countries respond. That's the idea of NATO. So in other words, if 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 United if Soviet would attack France, you know, which I don't think they would, but who knows? Uh, then NATO, all countries of NATO would join together and and retaliate against Russia. That's the motto. The motto is if you attack one of us, you attack all of us. But and that was the thing that went on for a long time. And the sad part of this is, if you go back in history, I don't know the treaty, but when the Soviet Union broke up. They had, Ukraine had some of the USSR uh, nuclear missiles. And the United States, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm wrong, if, you, if you're an authority on this, my phone number is six, excuse me, 314-280-8880. Call me, I'll put you on the air, or text me and tell me if I'm wrong. But if I'm not mistaken, we signed a treaty with Ukraine essentially saying that if you give us all those Soviet nukes, we're going to destroy them, we will protect you. We will protect you from Russia. Guess what? They gave us the nukes, and we're not protecting them. <sighs> sort so of like, how are we going to fix that? We're not. Just going to be another screw up for the United States. You know, uh. I mean, sad. You know, and once again, to a certain extent, we can't be the world's policeman. You know, we can't. If sure there's, we can. We've always been the world's policeman. But we can't do that anymore. We just can't. Can't. You got to learn to fight your own fights. You know, and if you can't fight your own fights, you get taken over by Russia or China. It's like what's, what, what's going on in the South China Sea. You know, China's building these islands in the middle of the ocean and then declaring them, you know, sovereign territory. And then they're essentially, you can't, you know, go through the water anymore because there's protected, you know, territory. International, there's the international waters are no longer there. They're controlled by the Chinese and they put in military bases and stuff like that. They steal our designs. It's really interesting. If you look at all the, the Chinese fighter planes, stuff like that, they look amazingly close to the American fighter planes. How did that happen? wonder how that happened. Were they hacking I our computers? how they got the cars. Oh, can I, you want me to tell the Buick story? I didn't tell that sure. yesterday. United States, the United States General, General Motors shut down Oldsmobile and Pontiac, but I believe it was Pontiac was actually selling more cars than Buick. You know why they didn't shut down Buick? Why? Buick is the number one desired car in China. 
if you are very successful, you drive a Buick. And why is that? It goes back to some leader of China back in the 1920s or 1930s who drove around in a Buick limousine, a custom Buick limousine. And matter of fact, the cars that are produced in China are essentially a lot of the same cars produced in the United States. And there's one big difference. The Chinese car have a big, monstrous Buick emblem on the front and rear, on the front hood and on the rear deck or the rear hood whichever you know the rear trunk whichever it has if it's a if it's a suv it has it on the you know the 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 hatch if it has it if it's a car it has it on the rear deck a big monstrous overgrown buick emblem because that shows the chinese people that you are hot stuff if you have a buick i'm telling you that's why we didn't shut down buick I listened to something, believe it or not, on NPR the other day. I swore off NPR, but I listened the other day. There was a guy on there who written a book talking about how the United States is so stupid, all the things we've done to make China bigger and bigger and bigger. He talked about the NBA. Remember LeBron James, you know, talking about, hey, China's great. You know, remember that coach that got fired because he said something bad about China? Yeah. He talked about Hollywood. Like, for example, here's a perfect example. You know, the new, uh, the new Top Gun movie that has yet to be released because originally it was supposed to be released right in the middle of the pandemic has yet not come out. You know, the iconic scene where, where Maverick is walking around, Tom Cruise is walking around with his leather flight jacket, his bomber jacket, and it's got all the stuff on the back of it. Yes. If you go look at the old movie, he's got Taiwan on the back. Guess what? The new movie? It's not on there. Really? Yes, they took it off. What would be that purpose? Because because China doesn't want any the United States to talk about Taiwan because they're going to take over Taiwan. Oh my goodness! I'm telling you. And they talked about they talked about this guy gave all these examples of Hollywood like movies that the United States that when they showed in China, people were cut out of them because that guy said something bad about China. That actor said something bad about China. And the Chinese people, the Chinese government says. You know, it's not like the United States where, you know, if you produce a movie, you could, you know, you can put it on, you know, hopefully you can sell it to Netflix. Nope, not in China. You got to get approval of the Chinese government before a movie comes on. If it's movie, you know, even the movies that are made in China, you got to get the Chinese censors have to look at to make sure it's proper and it doesn't say anything bad about China. You can't say anything bad about China or you get thrown in jail, you know, that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, and it's it's just, you know, once again, the guy gave company after company after company that are just kissing China's butt because why? Think about it for a minute. How many people are in the United States? Um, I don't know. 2020 census is over three. It's, it's about a third of a billion, 300 and roughly 330, 340 million people. Guess how many people in China? How many? Over, I know it's cramped. Over a billion Okay, so I heard so once again, if you're a company and you've got the United States market, which you pretty much own and you're going like, well, we've got 300 million people in the United States and we have probably got 80 percent of the market share in the United States. But yet we've got two percent of the market share in China. If we expand to China, we're going to make so much money because we're going to sell all this stuff to China. It's like, you know, once again, it's and once again, we have no manufacturing base. It bothers me. That once upon a time in my lifetime, we had three car manufacturers in the St. Louis area. We had the Ford plant up in Hazelwood, there at 270 Lindbergh. We had the Chevy plant, which was down in North City off of Goodfellow. And we had the Chrysler plant, two Chrysler plants in Fenton. You know, two big Chrysler plants in Fenton. Mm. Guess yes. what? All three of those are gone. Now, they did move the GM plant out to Wentzville, and it's and it's a fairly big plant. But once again, we lost two major auto manufacturers. My dad grew up in North City. All North City used to be manufacturing. I mean, you drive along Broadway. Matter of fact, my great aunt's bar 
Fritz's Fine Foods on North Broadway. She catered to all the factory workers. That was what she did. She had a you know nice lunch. She had a you know cafeteria style lunch, like a buffet kind of lunch. She packed the place every day for all the the manufacturing in North City. Go in North City right now. Drive through North City. There's hardly any manufacturing left. Now, what's interesting is there is manufacturing in areas like Franklin County and St. Charles County. Franklin County and Washington specifically has a lot of high tech manufacturing. There's a lot of contractors out there that do uh, you know subcontracting for Boeing other companies like that, a lot of precision machining. Uh, and you do have some of that in St. Charles County as well, too. But once again, it's nowhere near what it used to be. I mean, you know, we used to produce all sorts of stuff in the St. Louis area. I mean, we don't. All these plants are pretty much gone. And what we're producing in the, in the St. Louis area, for the most part, is low-tech stuff. And I'm not making fun of it, but like, what's the place out in out in, in St. Charles County, the big, what is it, Riker, Ricker, Rickert? You know, Rickert Bithauser. Right. Okay. Once again, they produce household chemicals. Low, they do. Low tech. You know, low tech. I'm sorry. It's low tech. You know, it's not anything cutting edge or stuff like that. And the sad part of it is my son, my middle son, who has, you know, got a computer science degree and an electrical engineering degree. Guess where he's at? He's in Boston. He got hired by Amazon. You know, does Amazon have anybody here in St. Louis? No. Nobody on the East Coast. Nobody on the West Coast. There's nobody here. You know, there's nobody doing, they you know. They have that big distribution center. But that's How lo- can there no, be nobody here? That's low tech. Low tech. Because all it is is a warehouse that they're pushing products through. You know, tr- trucks yeah. come in, trucks come out. Low tech. It's all low tech stuff. All the stuff over there at 27111 in Mitchell, now Edwardsville, Illinois, low tech. All the stuff they're building around the airport, the east side of the airport, low tech. You know, it's all low tech, nothing high tech. The only thing, probably the highest tech stuff that's in St. Louis that has any kind of public vi- uh, vision is, is you know, is Boeing. Making. And, and unfortunately, if you look at what they're doing, they're producing F-15s and F-18s, which by now, today's standards are not even current mo- fighters anymore. They're still producing them. The 22, the F-22, and the F-35 are the current, you know, high-tech fighters. We're producing yesterday's fighters. And the reason for that is there's still countries around the world that are buying them. Plus, they're doing retrofits. They're re- retrofitting some of the F-15s, of, of some of the F-18s with new avionics and stuff like that. But it's not any cutting-edge stuff. It's all stuff that was designed. I mean, the F-15 was designed, I think, in 1985 or something like that. We're still building it. The F-18 was was dying. I have to look that up. But, I mean, these are planes that have been built. that have been designed like 40 years ago. It's not high-tech anymore. And that's what's sad about the St. Louis area. It bothers me. It really does. This, this, you know, We this, don't do change well. Well, but once again, it's not necessarily us. It's country. It's cities all over the country. Because where's all that high-tech stuff? It's not on our shores anymore. We offshored it. It's in Taiwan. It's in China. You know, it's, that's where all the high-tech stuff is. I mean, don't you, aren't you amazed to a certain extent why you go to like Wally World and you look at everything and everything is made in China and you think like, okay, I bought a windshield wiper squeegee, squeegee okay, that was bought and made in China the other day because you can't buy an American one. They don't make them. And it cost me $2.17. I'm thinking to myself, okay, how in the world did somebody make this in China? Did they pay to put it on a ship, you know, ship it across, you know, the, the Pacific Ocean in a container? Take it off a container, put it in a tractor trailer, drive it to the warehouse, you know, the distribution center for Walmart, put it in another truck, drive it to the Walmart store that I went to, and then I bought it for $2.17. How did they do that? How, what was the cost of manufacturing so that Walmart can make a profit of? Because you know Walmart's not selling stuff for, at a loss. They're selling whatever they they may make ten or twenty cents on this thing, or maybe a buck. I don't know. How did they produce that for twenty cents? If you tried to produce something like that in the United States, it would cost you twenty dollars. Mainly because of all the stupid rules and regulations, but that's a whole other story. 
I digress. <laughs> Do you feel better? I've had one of those days yesterday. Yeah. And I didn't talk about the attorney thing about my daughter. I will next break. 726. Okay.